Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's going on today, Poppy? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. Hey, we're vibing over here. I know, I know. We're uh, y'all haven't y'all haven't seen the setup, but my man Holman here has like a little uh, has like a little stand that his microphone goes in, and I have like a I have like a, a retractable arm. Yeah, I got like a little uh, little like table stand. Kind of looks like the lamp from the Pixar movies that smashes the eye. No, mine looks like the lamp from the Pixar movie. Yeah, because yours has the bendable. Yeah, yours has like a whole like yours has like three elbow joints that like pivot and turn and yeah. like springs that yeah you got like the you got like the official like dj like radio host set up and i got like a little table stand right it's nice but now now we got the bright idea we uh we took the mics off the stands and uh we're just holding them chilling in the chairs dude i'm 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 kicked back I'm, i got my i got my leg up over top my uh my left over top my right i'm good to go man the only thing i'm missing right now is a is a light twisted tea you ever had the lights? I feel like we already talked about this. Yeah. I think I have Twisted Tea still. Oh, man. Not even choice. Well, we're only 30 seconds in. <laughs> Do you want to stop, you fucking noodle? I'll go get them. Nah, we're good. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> just, get, just jumping right into it? <laughs> no, I mean, just the episode. Like, we, we still got some banner we got to go through. That's a good point. Yeah. Man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but... Banter wise, I, like I know, I know what the episode's going to consist of, but I don't know about I don't know about banter wise. Well, banter wise, you're heading back to the uh, the collectible show. Yeah, Chantilly. And Chantilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah in uh, in Dulles. Uh, that's where I got the Coach Klein helmet at. Me and uh, me and the girlfriend are heading down there tomorrow. Um, so some more decor coming. I love it, love it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm going to play a little golf tomorrow. Yeah, electric golf. So fake golf. It's like PGA. It's like PGA without the controller. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be much worse at it than I'm at, than I am at PGA. Well, yeah, I'm really good at PGA, <laughs> dude. Dude, I was telling you today, I was playing MLB the Show with a pitcher that I have. Uh huh. Dude, y'all listen, listen to this. I pitched five and a third before my pitcher eventually got hurt. That's sixteen outs. Sixteen outs. I had sixteen strikeouts, <laughs> and I got pulled. I was so pissed off. That's a tough day at the office. We threw a combined no hitter. So the guy who came in after me, I guess he, I guess he walked like three. But like, dude, I had a per- I had a perfect game through five and a third. <laughs> you ever thrown a perfect game in MLB the show? Um, I wouldn't say I have. I've done it like twice. Yeah, I have some pretty dominant pitching performances. It's not tough. It's really not. No, once you once you just get going, you're good to go. Yeah, once you get the confidence up and you have like a third of the bar is green to right. hit your spot, you're kosher. Right. You have a you have a third of the bar that's green. You have three pitches that's working, like one super fast, one that's not a dude, dude. Combination combination I go with all the time. Four seam, change up, twelve six. See, I like going It's just lethal. I like going two seam. What did I go? Two seam. Uh, splitter, 
and twelve six. I don't like I I everything I throw has movement. Yeah, see, I just like the like the regular four seam fastball because it's just straight to the point, dude. My guy also throws my, like my 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 pitcher in MLB the show also throws it at one hundred and two miles an hour. Yeah, that's insane as a starter. <sighs> and the nuts. That's yeah, that's just absolutely nutty to me. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I don't throw a pitch um, unless it has movement, dude. You should be able to put it on the table, and we're not gonna have that. That feedback. I just did, I just did put it on the table. No feedback. Nothing. I also like held the held the mic away. This is choice. This is nice, man. This is choice. All right, man. Well, let's hop into uh, the the talk of the town here. Last night was the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Um, big night for a lot of young men. Um, congratulations to uh, everybody that uh, got drafted. The fifty eight. The 58 people that got drafted. The 58 young men that got drafted. Absolutely. Congratulations so, to you guys. So normally, it's 60 picks. But this year... Milwaukee and Miami? It was Miami and it was Chicago. I have Milwaukee and Miami here. It's not Milwaukee. I'm just telling you what NBA.com has on their draft order list. Miami and Chicago. I believe you. Because Miami lost a second round pick because they were tampering with Kyle Lowry. Yes. And Chicago lost because they tampered with Lonzo Ball. Yes, I, 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 I'm, I firmly believe you because that makes perfect sense to me. NBA.com says otherwise. Well, so I know, I know more about the NBA draft than the NBA does. I don't even know who wrote this. Probably, who, probably Adam Silver. Who are you, Commissioner of the NBA? Adam Silver is bald. I used to be bald. You did. Oh, a little burp there. Now my hair's a little bit too long. I need to get it cut. Yeah, you need a haircut, dude. You're looking a little raggedy. That's the perks of having a girlfriend who cuts hair, too. There you go, man. Yep. Getting, getting my shit cleaned up before I before I go down to Virginia tomorrow. Anyway, let's get back let's get, let's get back to the topic. So something that me and Homer were talking about in relevance to the NBA draft, um, I don't have our mock draft up that we did from last week. I closed it out, which wasn't a very smart idea by me. Yeah, maybe you should have left that one up. Is what it is. Yeah, but for the most part, I think we got, not in the order, but I want to say we got the top nine picks correct. I want to say we were, we were right on about 10 to 12 out of 14. Of, of the lottery itself. Of yeah. the lottery picks, yes. I know we had, so we had Abaji, we had Abaji going to Kansas. Or he went from, to Kansas. To, from Kansas. We had Abaji going to Cleveland. Yes, we had it all along. I know we had Jalen Duran going as a top, ten, a, a top. We had him going as a top ten pick. Uh, we had Johnny Davis going into Lotto, Jeremy Sochan, uh, Dyson Daniels, Shaden Sharp, uh, Benedict Mather, whatever the fuck, uh, Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, and of course Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and Apollo. Yeah, I mean, I want to say we we definitely got a good like nine or ten of them correct, and we actually got we actually got a decent amount of picks like on the nose. I mean, Chet Holmgren that was a foregone conclusion. Um, I want to say we got Keegan Murray correct. Um, we may have gotten Shaden Sharp correct as well. No, we had Jaden Ivey going to yeah going to Portland. We had Dyson Daniels right. Let's go Dyson. Yeah, we did get that. We got Dyson Daniels right. We got Chad Holmgren right, and we got Abaji correct. 
So we got a three out of fourteen, like legitimately. Maybe so, I think we have Sochan going to the Spurs too. I okay. think I think we did. So three or four of them, like legitimately, like on the dot, on the nose, correct. Right. Yeah. And like ten of them, ten to twelve of them, actually correct of like them going in the uh, in the lottery. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we did too bad. Mm, no. I think it was a little surprising to see Paulo go number one overall to the Magic. Yeah, I think I think the big thing. So so the big thing with Paulo is that his offensive game and his size, like they just test off the charts. Like he's six ten. He has very very good handles. He shoots the ball really really well. Um, I mean he's the only the only thing that's a knock that was a knock on Paulo is his defensive intensity. Yeah, and I think it's just a little bit to do with the fact that he sweats so damn much that he's probably he probably gets gassed. And 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 I'm sure Paolo Banchero is a really really good defender as well. Yeah, but his offensive game is so advanced that it makes his all it makes his defense look like shit. Yeah, truly it does. Um, but you know, like I said, he's big, he's strong, he can he can score at will. Yeah, and that was really a big thing that the Magic were missing. They were missing that guy who could just go in there and just light it up. I mean, yeah, they have Cole Anthony who's who has the capability to, capability to do it. They got um, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs. I mean, they, don't get me wrong; they have guys who can. But Paolo Banchero, he's like offensive, like offensive skill set. There was nobody who was close to him in the draft, and he can get it from wherever on the floor he wants. Exactly. I mean, his his three point shooting is a little bit suspect, but that comes with time. Once you start working with more and more NBA coaches, the three point shooting will eventually come. But um, but mid range, um, in the paint, his touch was outstanding. I mean, the a big fear about Paolo Banchero is that they don't know if he's going to. The the big fear with him is that that he turns into be like an in betweener. What do you mean by that? Too big to be a guard, too small to be a forward. I don't know. The modern NBA is so positionless that I don't know if you can really make that argument. I'll be honest. But it's I mean then again it's like one of those things where it's like okay well do we like is he fast enough to be put into a small ball lineup and rule and guard guards. Is he physical enough to be put into a big man lineup and be able to guard centers as as, as their number as their tallest guy? Well, saying so, the thing is, is he, the I think you have it. I think you have it flip flop there. I probably do. Because if if they're playing a big ball lineup, if they're playing a big man lineup, he's going to end up at maybe like the three or so because they have um, they already have two big bodies over there. If they're playing small ball, he'll end up at the five. Okay, well, still. Is he strong enough? Is he strong enough to bang with the center? Is he fast enough to keep up with other guards? That's the big thing. Offensively, yeah, he definitely can. He can keep up with anybody on the floor. But the but the the problem is is def- is defensively. Well, I mean, that's just something you're gonna have to take into account. Like that's something yeah. that oh, when you, oh, absolutely when you go with the big man lineup, when you go with the small ball lineup, and you have Paulo Banjero at at either the the three or you put him at the five in the small ball lineup, you're taking that risk, mm. but you're doing it for a reason. Right? Are you going small ball to get quickness and athleticism and scoring? Yeah, probably. Are you are you worried about defense with a small ball lineup? Not really. Hmm. That's kind of the point of it. It's it's you're going small. To be quicker and faster and score more than than your opponent, so I think you kind of 
if you're weighing the odds, if that's what you're looking at, then I think he's going to be fine. I mean, just just because the modern NBA is so built around offensive production, he's going to be the most impactful day one. Yeah. I'm curious as to how Jabari Smith is going to fit into that Rockets team. Yeah, so that was another guy who I who I who I wanted to talk about. We'll I'll we'll wrap around to the number two pick, Jack Holmgren, here in just a second. But Jabari Smith, I mean, he was projected to be the number one pick the entire time. So I think I think the the mindset behind what Houston was doing here is they so Houston already has a really really solid offensive number one player. Yeah, in Jalen in Jalen Green. Yep. So. Yes, if they added Paolo Banchero, or if, or if, or if they ch- if they chose to if if they ch- if Jabari went first, Chet Holmgren was going second no matter what. If they chose to go Paolo to po- pair Paolo with Jalen Jalen Green, mm. um, offensively that team would have been a nightmare to deal with. Yeah, but they wouldn't have been able to guard anybody for shit. <laughs> so at least now, with Jabari Smith going to Houston, he had like he has that um he has that defensive mentality. He can, I mean, Jabari Smith can guard one through five. Yeah. He plays with so much energy. And the thing is, he's a really good shooter to begin with. He's more of a catch and shoot shooter right now at the moment. Okay. But he has the capability, he has the definite capability to go ahead and to develop that off the dribble shooting as well, which that, that could be really, really dangerous for, for, for a lot of other teams if he can develop that. Just based on the skill set that he already has to begin with. I mean, dude, he's six ten. He can already shoot the three, and he's a really, really good defender. Yeah, he's at a full frame as well. So it's not like he's like this scrawny person. You know, he he's going to be able to hold his own when he get, when he starts playing in the league. So are they starting uh, Kevin Porter Jr. at the three? Then is that is that what the plan is? Schroeder at the one, uh, Green at the two, and then uh, Kevin Porter Jr. at the three with. Um, with Jabari at the four, or like, what do you like? What's what's the plan here? Because they also did acquire Ty Ty Washington. You know, it's good. You know, it's it's tough. So and I they think, still have John Wall. Okay, so first of all, shout out John Wall. Okay, shout out to John Wall. Shout out, shout out John Wall. So a few years back, this is five years ago now. John Wall signed a deal with the Wizards. I think it was worth something upwards of one hundred and sixty million dollars over five years or something like that. It was a supermax at the time. It was a payday. Oh, big time! And see, and see, the thing was, thing is, it was deserved as well because he was he was coming off a career best year. Yeah, he was playing very very well. Um, so we signed we signed this as a big deal. Injuries got in the way. Well, he didn't play at all last season. He didn't play at all. And he had a player option worth $44.5 million. I don't know what kind of advice he would have been getting if he didn't accept it, but he wisely accepted it. Yeah, because he's, he's not getting that paycheck anywhere else. <laughs> On the way. See, see this is the thing. He's, you can't cut somebody with a player with, with, that's worth that much money. And you also can't trade him. For something of worth. Nope. Because the only players that are making $44.5 million a year, they're playing in their in their respective conference semifinals every single season. Except for Russell Westbrook. Except for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> exactly. But see, now at this point, I'd like... Russell Westbrook would, not, would never go back to Houston. No. Like, never. So, so shout out John Wall. 
But John Wall, John Wall is not going to play again this season. Um, it'll be tough. Um, I think they'll probably end up starting Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Just because he ha- just because he's been in the league longer, of course, longer than Ty Ty Washington. I mean, shit, he hasn't signed. He hasn't even signed this fucking rookie deal yet. Right. Well, the he his name literally got picked le- less than twenty four hours ago. Facts. So they'll probably still end up going with um, Schroeder. Going with Schroeder. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else they have to three. That's the thing. Um, I'm trying to pull it up now. Um, let me see what I got. There we go. Uh, small forwards on the roster. They have David Nawaba. Um, uh, and Jay Sean Tate. To, to answer your question, yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. will be the three. Has to be. Yeah. So you. So I mean, you have Dennis Schroeder, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, now you. Now you add Jabari, and you have Bruno. Yeah, and then Bruno Fernando at center. Yeah. Which is, or maybe even Kenyon Martin. Nah, Bruno's a little bit bigger. I mean, I mean that's a that's a young roster. They could even go out and they could even sign a center for cheap. Yeah, I mean they they could yeah. probably go ahead and get somebody. Uh, I mean, what's Javale McGee doing? Mm-hmm. That'd be a good guy for him. He's goofy One, enough to two, fit in with three, that roster. Four. So this is the starting lineup that they actually used last year. So so this is according to ESPN, which now of all times ESPN decides to fucking work. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was not working for you earlier. I don't know. I don't know when this is active, but according to this, this can't be right because they have Jay Sean Tate starting at the three and the four, and the four. He started two <laughs> positions, right? What so, a guy! Um, Jay Sean for MVP. But they actually have Kevin Porter Jr. starting at the point. Hmm. Which I don't think they'll do that now. I mean, definitely, definitely not now, especially if they have Ty Ty. Yeah, I mean, they just have too many options at the point card mm-hmm. not to start one of them. I mean, you have Schroeder, you have Ty Ty, you have John Wall. One of them, one of them has got to start for you. Dude, I mean, even Jalen Green can play can play the point. It's not his it's not his natural position, but he's he's a good enough guard. He can play the point guard. Yeah, I wouldn't put him there. I think he's a much better off ball player than he is an on ball player. Yeah, I mean, why put him at the point when you don't have to? Exactly. When you, when you have exactly. three guys that can play the point very well for you. Doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, but rolling over to Chet Holmgren, uh, once again, I think everyone pretty much predicted he was going to be the number two pick um, after Jabari Smith blew up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the big thing with Chet Holmgren is, is that, I mean, I, I kind of touched on it last week. He was top five in efficiency in the country in offensive and defensive ratings. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have one of the top five, top five offensive players and one of the top five defensive players as one player. Yeah. The big reason why he didn't go number one overall is because there are actually legitimate concerns about his size. Well, I mean, he's tall and lanky as hell, but he weighs about as much as a chihuahua. Yeah, he's 7'2", se- he's 185 pounds. I'm 178. Right, so I mean, like, 185 pounds, I mean, I mean... There are guys in the league who, dude, I watched. I watched LeBron James shake shake off a damn four, like two hundred pound forward when yeah. he's trying to go for a layup. Yeah, he jumped with him on his back. Yep, dude. Skill wise, Chet Holmgren probably should have been the number one pick. Skill wise, yeah, absolutely. I think Chet Holmgren has the highest ceiling. 
out of anybody in the draft. You can bulk him up, too. It won't be hard. It's not hard. It genuinely will not be hard. Dude, you sent him to Oklahoma. You sent you him down to Oklahoma. What kind of good food they got in Oklahoma? Man, they got barbecue down there, baby. Perfect. Just give him a shit ton of barbecue. Tell him hit the weights and uh, do not stop shooting a basketball. Here's some brisket. Here's a weight room. You're nuts. I don't want to see you for two months. <laughs> don't even show up to Summer League. Don't even show up to Summer League. You're good. You don't need it. Chad Holmgren doesn't need fucking Summer League. He's no. good. No. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Chad Holmgren, that was kind of a foregone, conclu- foregone conclusion. Um, it was just, I mean, I mean, it was a foregone conclusion, the top three. Yeah, those three were going to the top three. The order was a little unknown, like I, like I said. Paulo Banquero got number one overall. Kind of, kind of shocked me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I, th- I think it shocked a lot of people just because nobody was really talking about it. It was kind of the same way how Markel Fultz went number one a few years back. I'm not comparing their two situations because Paulo is a more skilled player and a more complete player than Markel Fultz is. Yeah, absolutely. I like, like I'm like I'm saying that now. Markel Fultz has been in the league for four years. Paulo ba- Paulo Banchero hasn't even played a single minute in the league yet. He's already a better player than Marco Fultz. Right. Well, and the thing is, is Jabari Smith was getting comparisons to Kevin Durant, who may be the best player in the NBA today. Yeah, and, and I mean, just because just because of how good he is defensively and his, I mean, his, just just how dangerous he is on the, on the offensive his glass. His skill set at his size. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean that's I mean that's a, that's what the NBA start is slowly starting to go toward now. They're starting to go towards big guys who have a lot of skill who can do anything. Did Joel start that? <sighs> no, probably the, probably the person that started that was LeBron James. Big guys that can do anything. Hmm. That's fair. LeBron is 6'8", 260 pounds of right. lean muscle. It's hmm? insane to me. I mean, if like if like if you if you want to get into it of of like the I, I, like big guy, I guess you quote centers, like centers and centers and forwards. Yeah. Um. First guy to start that, maybe AD, probably Anthony Davis, Cat, Cat's up there. Demarcus Cousins, dude, Boogie could ball back in the day. Yeah. That poor guy, he was he was so good. I know. I mean, probably probably Demarcus Cousins. He, I mean, he, I mean, Demarcus Cousins literally did everything for Sacramento. Yeah, except for get them to the playoffs. Well, I think you would need to destroy the other teams in the Western Conference for Sacramento. <laughs> like, yeah. like the other, what is it? Fifteen teams play in the West. The other fourteen teams in the West would have to just not play in a season for Sacramento to make the playoffs. I know. I think even if, even if you took out like ten of them, ten dude, of the teams, they might still try to keep them out of the playoffs. Dude, I mean, I read an article. I, we were reading an article on CBS Sports about possible landing spots for Kevin Durant, and and literally, it listed uh, Sacramento as the 29th most possible 29th landing spot for Kevin Durant. Obviously, they can't be thirtieth because he can't get traded to the Brooklyn Nets when he plays for the Nets. But they had hit. They had. Sacramento listed as the least likely landing spot. The first sentence they wrote on the article was, I do not have to explain why Kevin Durant would not want to go play for Sacramento. It's true. It's unnecessary, (laughs) but it's true. Yeah, yeah. Unnecessary, yes. True, absolutely. It's unnecessary, but it's true. Speaking of Sacramento, they picked Keegan Murray fourth overall. 
Um, I mean, he was he was one of those guys who last season sat on the bench, or his freshman year sat on the bench. Yep. Sophomore year he plays, blows up, and now here here he is, number number four pick overall. So good on him. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Uh not very happy that he's playing for Sacramento. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. Poor guy. Uh, one guy that uh, that we're both really happy about is Johnny Davis to the Wizards. Yeah, so I know you and uh, you and you and Ty were kind of having a conversation about it last night. Um, I was snoozing. I didn't even watch the damn draft. Um, just because I, I was trying to get a nap before work and everything like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, he was a um. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, he he cemented himself into possible national player of the year conversation last year, mm-hmm. and he was also kind of in a similar situation as uh, Keegan Murray, guy who wasn't really a huge impact player during his freshman year. Sophomore year, he comes back and he blows up. He's six foot four, so he does have the capability to play a combo guard situation. It's kind of like it's kind of what he did at Wisconsin. But big thing is he's a shooter. He's a very very smart player. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll complement what Bradley Beal does very, very well. If Bradley Beal sticks around. If Bradley Beal sticks around. He's already stated his intentions that he wants to stick around, but at this point now, it's kind of just, uh, well, do we just want to put you out of your misery to help you? Well, his cryptic ass going to, like, going to media and stuff like that, <laughs> he's, he's just cryptic. He's like, yeah, I made up my mind, but I'm not going to tell you. And then in, like, another interview, he goes, all I could say is, it's going to be crazy. What the fuck does that mean? Dude, I, 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 w- I will say this. Um, Bradley Beal is not going to go anywhere unless the Wizards send him. Yeah, I mean, he's getting traded. I told you my two spots. I think the Heat are a big, uh, a big competitor to land Bradley Beal. And then my surprise, um, kind of underdog, I feel like people might be sleeping on it, were the Memphis Grizzlies. So, I could I, honestly I could see Memphis, but then again, at the same time, I also couldn't because I don't think they want to break the the confidence of Desmond Bain. He was playing very good for them. Yeah, and, and I mean, outside of Desmond Bain, I really don't think they have anything else that's very, very enticing for the Wizards. Because you're not going to get Jaron Jackson out of this. No. You're damn well not going to get fucking John Morant. No, not a shot in this world. Um, so, I mean, outside of Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain and Brandon Clark and Dylan Brooks, that's not enough for the Wizards. No. I mean, those are the three big trade chips that Memphis has. I mean, they can get you like a B-tier star, but Bradley Beal's an A-tier. Bradley, yeah. Bradley, Bradley Beal might be the best shooting guard in the league. Best two in the league. It's not James Harden anymore. No. It might be Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, one, two. In no particular order. Okay. I'd have to really put some thought into that. He's better than Chris Middleton. Bradley Beal's better than Chris Middleton. I would agree. Uh, he's better than Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler just benefits because he plays on a very good team. That's fair. Um, but Devin Devin Booker, um, he's better than Jalen Brown. Okay. Um, he's better than Clay Thompson. Yeah, that's for sure. Maybe not old Clay Thompson, but new Clay Thompson coming off Curren- all his injuries. Cur- currently in the NBA. Yeah. Um, 
So I think they probably have Paul George listed as a three, but I think he plays the two because him and Kawhi are on the floor together. You could put him at the two. He's still better than Paul George. Bradley Beal is better than Paul George. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Paul George is a really good defender. Bradley Beal's not a slouch on defense either, but Paul George is a really good wing defender. But see, I think I think Bradley Beal's offensive uh, offensive skill outdoes Paul George's defensive skill. Paul George and Bradley Beal, you guys got a 1v1 now. We said it. You have to do it. No balls. 1v1 me or Rust. Yeah, 1v1 me on Rust. Bradley Beal. Quick scopes only. Quick scopes only. Um, I body bag you. But according to CBS Sports, they have Johnny Davis listed as a three. So it's the I think it's the fourth year in a row the Wizards have drafted a three. Rui, <sighs> Denny, Kispert, Johnny Davis. How do I get into the, the Wizards front office to stop drafting threes? Well, see. Some, Who do I talk to? Well, okay. So here's the thing. I think Rui's gone. Personally, think he gets traded? Uh, maybe not traded, or I just think I just think we don't re up with him. Okay. Uh, Denny's too valuable overall to move off of. Yeah. Um, and then Kispert's a shooter. That you just drafted last year. Not getting rid of him. Exactly. Can't do it. And I mean, he started playing pretty good last year too. And then of course Johnny Davis. I think Rui's the odd man out. Rui also plays a four. But then again, he's not going to start over Kuzma. And Porzingis. Oh, fuck. I forgot we have Porzingis. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Rui. I, yeah. I mean... I, you had a chance. I mean, I like Rui a lot. It's just the unfortunate thing is he got hurt last year early. Uh, Kuzma played really well. Yeah. Then he didn't miss a fucking game. They traded for Porzingis. Right. So it's just... It's, it, it's, it's the way it, she blows. Yeah. It's just the way it is. So, also, I just wanted to touch on this real quick. So, I was watching the NBA draft last night, and I think we get spoiled with how clear-cut how clear cut the NFL draft is, because the NBA draft is not that clear-cut. So, I was watching last night, and, um, and I knew that the, the new league year has not started yet. Um, so, any uh, draft day trades are all, quote-unquote, proposed trades. So... Like, teams are trading picks to other teams, and technically that player that's drafted there is going to that other team, but it's not official. So when Adam Silver reads the pick, like, for instance, at the number 11 spot, this was the first draft draft day trade, the Knicks drafted Usman Dang. That pick is getting traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, when Adam Silver reads that, he says with the number 11 pick in the 2022 uh, NBA draft, the New York Knicks select Usman Dra- Dang. Usman Dang isn't going to New York. He's going to OKC. So then he puts on the Knicks hat. He shakes his hand, everything like that. He does the post, uh, you know, the, the interview afterwards. And he's talking and, you know, uh, they're asking him questions. And he's like, yeah, you know, I just can't get, I can't wait to get to work with my teammates. You know, everything like that. Dude, you're, you're never going to see them. Your your teammates are Josh Giddy. Yeah, so that 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 kind of is the confusing thing about the whole about the NBA draft is that nothing's official until free agency starts. That's the first day. That's year. That's day one yeah. of the new league year. So of course, 
in the NFL, free agency happens before the draft. In the NBA, draft happens before free agency. So, of course, there's never been a trade that has been denied. Yeah. Never has. Draft day trade. Draft day trade. I was going to say. A, a, yes. They, I'm, they I'm, 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 I'm aware. We're all, we're all aware. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not even gonna go there because the thought of the thought of that not happening still kills me inside. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Um, but uh, but yeah, of of course, the commissioner can't speak on it because technically it hasn't happened yet. Uh, he's not gonna comment on something that hasn't happened. Um, it is confusing, but then again, at the same time, it's 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 just how it works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all just like very it's all just very confusing and you're like, dude, what in the fuck is going on? It's a here? lot of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot to remember as well. Because if you're because if you like go through um <clears throat> excuse me. If you go through and uh and you look at uh you look at everything pick by pick uh for the NBA draft, it'll say I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. This does this doesn't necessarily mean this actually happened. Um, Memphis Grizzlies from Houston Rockets mm. via Boston Celtics. Right. So, like, it's not like one of those things where it's like, okay, this team is picking here. Well, this team is picking because they traded this, they traded this player to this team for this pick, and that team got this pick by doing this. Yeah, it's so fucking confusing. It's so confusing, man. Like, from... Houston via Boston. I don't give a fuck who initially had the pick. All I care about is who's getting picked. Right, exactly. That that's that's all I care about. So all that other extra shit means nothing to me. Right. It's confusing, but it's just the way the NBA is, really. Yeah, it's um it's so confusing. Fun little fact for you. You know uh the Cleveland Cavaliers drafted Isaiah Mobley? I did. That's yeah. Cool. He's back with his brother. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the old, yeah, they dra- drafted the older Mobley. Um Evan and Isaiah. Evan and Isaiah. That's kind of cool, man. That'll warm your heart. Killing it in Cleveland. Killing it in Cleveland. Yeah. So let's bounce over to the uh to the NFL here and uh before we really dive into uh into a whole lot regarding the NFL, um oh Dude, this week has been a tough week for Ravens fans. It has, and uh, I'm, I mean, before you get into that as well, um, just something for something for the NBA as well, dude. Um, former former Purdue standout, uh, dude's 25 years old, Caleb Swanigan. Yeah, died of natural causes at 25. Yeah, and then same day, uh, Ravens the Ravens outside linebacker Jalen Ferguson passed away, and then later in the day. Tony Goose Saragusa also passed away. Man, it was uh yeah, Wednesday was a rough day. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday was definitely a rough day for Ravens fans. I mean I mean Tony Saragusa is one of the most beloved Ravens of all time. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean his nickname Goose is just so iconic. My brother's assigned football from him. Yeah, I mean I mean he was very instrumental in the um in us winning Super Bowl thirty five. He did a lot for the community too. Yeah, 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 he really did. He was a he was a very big community guy. And then I mean Jalen Ferguson, I mean he was um twenty six. Twenty six, heading into year four. Um people were saying that this was that he was about to have a pretty big year. Yeah, they said he came back in very, very good shape. Um, like to the point that like people were like didn't recognize him in his jersey. They saw they thought somebody else was wearing his number. Yep. Um, 
and I mean, dude, it's it's just a it's just a dang shame to to see uh, those two young men go so early, and then even Tony Saragusa at fifty five. Yeah, so young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely unfortunate. I mean, I mean, with Jalen Ferguson, I mean, when when the Ravens drafted him, I had a lot of high hopes just because I mean, he was the I mean, he is the all time leader of sacks in college football history. Yeah, his nickname is Sack Daddy. Yep. Um. So I had a lot of high expectations when we drafted him. It unfortunately it didn't it didn't pan out the way I I wanted it to. Yeah. But I mean, 60, 64 sacks in four years. I mean, my expectations were pretty high. It's pretty dominant. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, he played at Louisiana Tech, which isn't like it's not like. Oh, I mean, he did that. He did that. He did that shit at Alabama. Right. Exactly. So I mean, like or LSU, like, like competition was a little bit lower. I mean, it's it's still not taking anything away from him. Um, but again, you know, it's very uh very. Very, very sad thing to see. Um, I mean, any any active player passing away, it's very, very tough to see, just because I mean they're at the top of their physical condition. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have so much to look forward to even after the game of football. Um, it especially sucks when it hits so close to home and it's players from your from your own home team. Yeah. So I I just wanted to uh, take a second and and just uh, give our condolences to Jalen Ferguson. Um, family and friends and the Baltimore Ravens, um, Tony Saragusa's family and friends, um, and then the young man from Purdue. Yeah, Kayla Swan again. Um, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, the shitty thing is, is that none of us really get to decide. Well, we, some of us, some people get to decide when they, when they go, but, um, I mean, it's, um, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's a very unfortunate part of life. That's for damn sure. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a like a religion pusher or anything like that. But I mean, like when uh, you know when it's when it's your time, it's your time, man. Yeah, not much you can do about it. No. Um, and then in other news, um, the NFL did lose another uh, another great personality and player. Um, on a significantly lighter note, um, Rob Gronkowski has retired from the NFL again. Officially this time. <laughs> Officially. Yeah, so um, so Rob Gronkowski took a little bit of a sabbatical from the NFL the first time. Dude, he was dealing with a ton of injuries when he did it that first time. He was, he was. Um, did you ever see this? Did you ever hear this story? I don't think so. About Gronk, this is so funny. Um, he was on. Uh, I, I forget. I forget what football show he was on, but uh, Rob Gronkowski actually got traded to the Detroit Lions. This was the year that he was de- dealing with all those injuries. And he came back, and his agent's like, hey, you got traded to the Lions. And he, and he said to his agent, he's like, I don't know how that's possible. I'm retired. Damn. He's like, he's like, they can't trade me. I'm retired. And he never filed the paperwork. He just said he was, reti- he just said he was reti- retired the whole time, didn't play, and then uh, came out of retirement and said, trade me to the Patriots, I never, or trade me to the Buccaneers, I never retired. Idiots. Yeah. Finessed. The Patriots. That 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 was that was from Rob Gronkowski's mouth himself. I think he was on um, CBS Sports one day before before um, before a game. I can't tell you how happy that makes me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, but can I tell you something? Thank fuck that he's retired because he was so damn dominant. Oh, I hated playing against him, dude. I mean, he was like, I mean, he he re- he really started the movement of the whole modern day uh, modern day tight end. Like, yeah. Like. Like I mean, I mean before Rob Gronkowski, I mean tight ends. I mean they caught passes occasionally, but I mean mostly they were they were used for blocking. But I mean Rob Gronkowski, I mean he came in and he was just so dominant catching the football. I mean touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. 
He was just so big, and he was way too athletic for his own damn. Good. I know that was the worst part. Like, like I can, like if like if you're a big tight end, I can deal with that. Like if you're a big body and you have good hands, I can deal with that. But he was way too athletic for being that damn tall, dude. He was shifty. He was. He was one sh- big shifty bastard. And he's like, he, and he's like, that was a bowling ball too. Ah, uh, yeah. He's he's we we said it before. He is a golden retriever. Uh, he 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 is he is the golden retriever of the NFL. He's a golden retriever. Yeah, it's the best way to describe him. Yeah, just just crackhead energy. You're you're freaking about it. You're freaking out about a tennis ball. The tennis ball gets thrown, and then you see a leaf falling. You're just like you just snap your head in attention, look at the leaf. And then he sees his friends, and he freaks the fuck out. And then forgets about the tennis ball. And forgets about the tennis ball and the leaf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then, when he's, then when he's running over to his friends, he's got he's he's got he's got to pee on a tree to mark his territory. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I kind of, I didn't put this in the notes and I kind of forgot about it. Um, did you hear that, um, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, drug test results came back and they found 0.1% of a banned substance and he's getting a suspension for it. Yeah. I mean, he's saying that it was a tampered substance. That is a very low like 0.1%. I know, but then again, at the same time, if you test positive for a banned substance. <laughs> yeah, which we should test Chase Claypool for. So here's the thing. We got we to gotta test Chase Claypool for like st- like stupidness. <laughs> Stupidity. Yeah, we got to give him an intelligence. Okay, place. look. So what is it? I am athlete. Is it, was that what, what he was on? Uh, I don't remember. It's Brandon Marshall's thing. Maybe. Take the time athlete. Maybe. Anyway, he was he was he was on a podcast, and Chase Claypool said that he thinks he's a top three receiver in the NFL, which he's on crack. Okay. Yes. Yes, he is. Then again, I can appreciate the confidence. I can appreciate the confidence because I mean, people that know me best, when I'm at my most confident, I do some off the wall shit. I like like when when I'm at my most confident. Specifically during like our Fortnite days and everything like that. Overconfident Poppy was my favorite version of Poppy. When I when I was at my most confident, I would do things that are way outside of my comfort zone, <laughs> and I would fail miserably every time. Dude, you'd get like two kills. You'd have like, or you maybe have like a good build, and you're like, oh, it's fucking on. Yeah, you'd push a you'd push a team of four by yourself, just get fucking mopped, just get wrecked. <laughs> But see, see, you know, you know, it's like funny, like, like, like when you, like when you die in Fortnite, and but it's like, but you think it's like not really your fault, and you want your teammates to come help you, and you're like, you're like, oh, he's one shot, no shield, come get me. <laughs> you put one shot into him, dude, dude. But but peep, but peep this, like whenever I did something stupid, and I died, I never begged for help. Yeah, you weren't like, where the fuck were you guys? I'm just kind of like, well, <laughs> damn, this is what it looks like. <laughs> Well, this is what it looked like. Like, like it's it's just one of those things where, like, okay, I just sniped that dude from a hundred meters away. Okay. Ooh, I just pulled a solid ninety. <laughs> I just ripped a ripped a real clean ninety there. I'm gonna go push this team of four all by myself and not tell anybody where I'm going. Dude, you literally would. We'd we'd hear the little <laughs> if you get knocked, it'd be like, the fuck, Jake, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought I had him. <laughs> For real. That, 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 is how, that is how the interaction went every time. It's not like one of those things where, like, I don't freak out, say I'm lagging, nothing like that. No. It's just I meet my match. My confidence outweighs my skill. 
significantly. Yeah. And that's that. And I think that's what's happening here because last year, Chase Claypool ranked 53rd in receptions, 35th in yards, 91st in touchdowns, and 20th in average. And I think that's yards per catch. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, I mean <laughs> dudes don't crack. There's no other way around it. He's not even the best receiver on his team. I agree. I mean, we've, uh, dude, Miles Boykin's way better than he is. <laughs> I was going to say Deontay Johnson, but sure. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think Deontay Johnson is the better, is, is their best wide receiver on that team. It's definitely not Chase Claypool. I think Chase Claypool was the number three on the team. So technically, yeah, he was top three on his team when Juju Smith-Schuster was there. You mean Scoops to McSpoopsters? Scoop. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I I don't even know if I'd put him in the top 20. No, definitely not. Dude, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Debo, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, DJ Moore, putting over him. Keenan Allen, I'm putting over him. Chris Godwin, I'm putting over him. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, I'm putting over him. Uh, Chris Evans, or Chris Evans, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, for sure. Chris Godwin. I already said him. Okay, so Terry McLaurin. Yep. Putting him over him. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. AJ Brown. AJ Brown, for sure. Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. I don't even know how many were just named off. Couldn't tell you. Jamar Chase. I think I said Chase, but we can we name him again. I'm I'm in for that. Um <laughs> Exactly. I'm trying I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to think of more. Odell. Odell, yeah. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Um What's his name from uh T. Higgins? Yeah. Dude, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, yeah, Brandon Cooks. That that guy slept on. <laughs> that guy is slept that on. That is dude. a slept on. That is a slept on. Uh, slept on wide receiver. Big time. That is a slept on individual for sure. Yeah, I mean, you. I feel like we named twenty right there. We had to have. And the more we think about it, I'm pretty sure I could probably name another five that are better than him. Better than him. Probably could. Yeah. Cortland Sutton. Probably better than him. Jerjude. Jerjude. I think Adam Thielen's better than him, too. Oh, yeah. Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen definitely is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Golly, there's a guy. Hunter Renfro is way better than he is. Yeah. Mike Williams. Yep. Jarvis. Holy shit. There's actually a lot. Dude, fuck. Gabriel Davis. Mm. All right, you might you might have me there. Notice something though. Can you do me a favor and peep the clarity in the vision? Notice we did not say a single Ravens wide receiver. <laughs> did our best not to. Honestly, honestly, Marcus Rasha- Bra- Marcus Brown is. Yeah, I was gonna say Rashad Bateman too. Mm. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. I agree with you, but give it time. Give it time. But yeah, Just- he's yeah he's he's delusional, dude. I saw I saw Bateman on this list somewhere. Hold on, give me a second. I saw Bateman on this list. <laughs> I mean, Rashad Bateman only pay, played in twelve games, had five hundred and fifteen yards receiving. I know what you're trying to do. Do you know what you're trying do to do? Do you know what you're trying to do? 
12 games, 515 yards receiving. Chase Claypool played 15, had 860. He's on that ass. On that ass, dog. He's on that ass. Dude, Jacoby Myers had more receiving yards than Chase Claypool. That's hysterical. That's <laughs> that's absolutely hysterical. He had a quarterback that threw the ball three times in a game. <laughs> that's absolutely hysterical, dude. Jacoby Myers had more yards than I, you. I love that. Come on, dude. Dude, Devontae Smith's better than him. Devontae Smith is better than him. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. There's actually a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I wonder who he would put himself in the top three with. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. If for me, it's, it's a pretty clear-cut Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Tyreek Hill are the three best receivers in the league. You think Tyreek Hill's three? Just because he's so fast. We'll have to see what he does in Miami with that offense without having Patrick Mahomes who can throw the ball out of the stadium. So it's crazy. So something something that I scrapped from the from the from the script this week, but I'm gonna go ahead and just talk about it talk about it anyway. Yeah, just touch on it. Tyree Kill said in an interview that he thinks that accuracy wise, Tua is better than Patrick Mahomes. Which, okay. I mean I mean he I mean he's around Tua a lot more than we are, of course, but I think you could maybe make an argue for it. Um but Tyreek Hill got death, threat, death threats for saying that. From Chiefs fans. From Chiefs fans. Yeah. On social media. That's just unreal. Like, come on, guys. Like, like I'm, 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 sh- I'm sure none of our listeners um, made those fucking death threats to Tyreek Hill because I'm pretty sure the majority of you didn't even know that he even said that quote. Um, just because I don't know how many of you actually keep up with Miami Dolphins football. I'm not trying to question anybody's intelligence. Um, but, like... Come on, we have to do better as a, as a society. Like, why are you going to give somebody death threats for saying that somebody's more accurate at throwing a ball than somebody else? It, it literally doesn't affect anything that has to do with your life. No. I, dude, I, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. He, he's, like, I think everybody knows that Patrick Mahomes is better than Tua. Hey, I don't think that was ever in question. No, that was, that was never in the question. That's not what he was implying either. I think he was also trying to find a reason to say something positive about, about his current his quarterback. quarterback. Exactly. Like, I, we all know Patrick Mahomes is better than Tua. It's I, not in question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, there's no argument for Tua being better than Patrick Mahomes. Mm. There's no argument at all. But <laughs> he's going to say something positive about his quarterback. You have to. He can't just be like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is light years better than Tua. You can't say that. And, you know, I mean, like, like if, you, if, you're, if you're quoting accuracy, accuracy specifically about Tua Takavailoa, he probably is better at ac- accuracy than Patrick Mahomes is. Tua probably can, but like I think what he means is like Tua can put the ball where he wants. Exactly. It's like if he wants to put it on your back shoulder, he's gonna put it on your back shoulder. If he wants to drop it over the top, he's gonna drop it over the top. If like he's like, gonna like put pa- the ball, Patrick Mahomes can put the ball into a smart spot. Exactly. But I don't. But I think Tua is better at putting the ball where he wants to put the ball. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes can throw you open. Exactly. Tua will. Th- Tua can throw you the ball when you're not open. Yeah, I think, and I think that's. That, I think that's, that's, the, the that's the point that he's making. And of course, sports media loves to just bend things. Oh, of course. To create a narrative and give us something to talk about, which has unfortunately led to Tyreek Hill getting death threats. Right. Right. It's unfortunate. I mean, as a society, we have to do better about that shit, man. Like, like we, we can't be... We can't be doing that stuff. can't be threatening to kill somebody over football. Mm, no. Relax. No, it's ridiculous. Just relax. 
Um, so there is two other really big things going on in the NFL right now. Probably honest with you, I don't even want to talk about these, but I know we have to. I mean, we don't. I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, we will. I mean, I mean, we touched we touched on one for so long last week. I mean, we, we might. I mean, we're we're gonna have to bring it up again. So with that being said, um. Deshaun Watson um, is facing 24 civil lawsuits, as we stated last week. Um, during this past week, um, he has since settled 20 of them um, with what seems to be a buyout. Uh, yeah, of course. It's a civil settlement, which basically means here's a sum of money. Shut the fuck up. Right. To put it in very blunt layman's terms. With a non-disclosure. With, a, with an NDA. Right. Here's some money. Don't say shit yep. else about it. Don't say anything else to anything. We're else. done. Yep, we're done with it. It's over. So it's not an admission of guilt. Right. But um, seeing as he said he wasn't going to do this, it, ri- it raises some eyebrows. Right, but we'll never know. He's still going to get suspended. It's a matter of how long now at this point. Yeah, because it's still like conduct detrimental to the league and breaking league protocols and shit. Right, right. Like they can't have somebody who's out here just committing like serial sexual offenses against massage therapists. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know why I'm laughing about that. Yeah, I didn't mean to giggle. It was just, it's just the fact that this is happening is just, it's shocking. <laughs> it's, it's just unreal. It's genuinely shocking that this is happening. Never thought uh, this would be happening. No. No. God, no. Um, so there's still four more that are set to be um, to be solved here. Um, civil lawsuits, that is. <clears throat> um, I think, like we had said, there's another few that have come out um, and are joining a lawsuit against him. So they got to go through the criminal side of those now as well. Right. Um, but... As of right now, the paperwork has not been filed for those uh, for those twenty. So those are technically still open cases. They haven't technically technically been you know uh, solved yet. But um, as of right now, it looks like some things are getting squared away with uh, Deshaun Watson, um, and then they're looking at uh, they're looking at his suspension. But um, it's also been discussed. Um, that they are really, really struggling on uh, on the amount of games he's going to be suspended. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think there are some people in the league who want to see him more than I. I think the term, I think it's going to be a year minimum. So I think the 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 problem that they're running into is the league wants to suspend him for a year, but the players' association does not want him suspended for a year. Right. So with that being said, if they can't come to terms, it will go to arbitration, which, as we had said before, um, is just basically um, like an outside discussion um, kind of thing going on. Right. Um, and I forget. I saw it. Um, so they will, uh, they will have a former judge... Um, as their uh, as their arbitrator. So from from my understanding of it all, is um, she basically gives a recommendation. Yeah. 
she doesn't make the ruling, but she's like, hey, I think he should be suspended based off of this for... Yeah, this is, this is my evidence, this is, or this is the evidence that you presented to me, this is what I think should happen. And then it's up to um, the league and the Players Association to decide from there. Um, right. And I think... I want to say that if, if they can't come to an agreement, then she does get to make the ruling. I think that's how arbitration works. It's like, hey, this is what I think. Take it to them. Those two try to figure it out. If they can't figure out, then they go with her ruling. Because I think that's how it is when like deals go to arbitration with uh, like the MLB. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is it. Like, this is... This is what they're worth. Like, yeah, th- this is this is what the team thinks they're worth. Well, this is what the team's willing to pay them. This is what the player thinks they're worth. Okay, well, this is what you're actually worth. This is what the number is. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, and I, I very well could be wrong about. It. I don't think we've ever had anything to deal with like this. Not in the NFL. Not in the NFL. So it's tough to say. You know, I mean, I mean, my big thing is the fact that the players' association doesn't want him suspended for a year is concerning. It is. It's very concerning. It's 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 very concerning because, dude, if I, if I'm a player and he's my teammate, dude, like, I don't I don't care if you did it or not. The fact that it's alleged, and that, I like, I'm not gonna want to be around you in the locker room. I'm not gonna bring my wife around you. Yeah. Like I'm not like I'm I'm not I'm not bringing any of my female family members around you. I don't know what the hell you're capable of. It's just what kind of a, uh, what kind of a tone do we set? Like, what kind of example are you are are you setting? Like, hey, you don't have enough evidence, so he's good. He can play football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, it's only alleged that he did this? Okay, that's fine. Right. That's okay. That's no problem. Dude, OJ Simpson got proven innocent. Right. He never played a down of football again. Yep. Colin Kaepernick did nothing wrong. He never played a down of football again. Yep. Dude, Ray, Ray Rice got caught on camera punching his wife in the face. She never filed charges. She accepted his apology publicly at the Ravens facility. Accepted his apology. Mm-hmm. He never played football again. Nope. It's just it 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 it, it blows my mind, dude. It it blo- it blows my mind that we're, that the NFL is going to allow him to play this season. Because by God, they will. I think the Players Association does really want him to play this season. I think uh, I think that's wrong. I think it is too. I think that's just dead wrong. I mean, it it it's it's not for it's not for us to really get into. Honestly, it's it, like I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we we are getting into it, but it's not like, like, we can't we can't decide on it. Yeah, there's nothing that we can say or do that's gonna do anything about this situation. No, oh hell no, no, not at all. Um, and then uh, <laughs> it it came out this week that the owner of the newly named Washington Commanders. <laughs> no, yeah. Was it because I said newly named? Yeah. I don't know what else to call him. I almost, I almost called it the Redskins. <gasps> I can't believe I said that. How dare you? I know. How dare I say something that outrageous? Uh, <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Um, it has been found that apparently Dan Snyder has uh, run some shadow investigations to cover up some some shit that he's done. Dan shady as all hell, dude. dude. He is so shady. He is also um, not willingly, um, what's the word I'm looking at? Willingly showed up 
to uh, these uh, congressional committee depositions um, twice now. He has or has has not. Okay. That it was was voluntary. Now, granted, it's about him. So you would think you'd want to go. Right. But he's voluntarily not. it's, It's all voluntary. Did not go to avoid the questions. So... Okay, well, yeah, you avoid the questions at the involuntary, like at the voluntary one. Well, what about the involuntary one? The the involuntary is coming shortly, um, because it is uh assumed that he is going to be um indicated. Here it is. Maloney indicated as much in announcing plans to issue the subpoena, saying it was clear that Snyder was more concerned about protecting himself than coming clean to the American public. He is going to be subpoenaed to one of these and will not have a fucking choice or he will be arrested under contempt. Like, this is the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, he claimed his innocence. He claimed he, he claimed he never did anything wrong. Which, okay, according to the U.S. government, you're innocent until proven, proven guilty. Yep. Okay? The alleg- I mean, same thing with Deshaun Watson. I mean, yes, you're innocent. Well, he was proven innocent. Um, but Dan Snyder's proven innocent is it is innocent until proven guilty. If you had nothing to hide, yeah, don't you think he would show up to just answer questions and maybe not run shadow investigations? Right, like 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 be ethical, please. Just that's I'm not asking for a lot. I'm, I'm I really I'm really not. Just just show up, just be ethical. Let's get ethical, ethical. ethical. <laughs> First thing that came to my mind. Oh God! Was I Michael Scott or was I Holly? You can be whoever you want to be, baby girl. It's okay. You just, you just do you, little gumdrop. You just, I'm just doing me. That's all I can do. Lucy can't control for doing himself. Okay. Oh God, we haven't watched that video forever. No, we've not. Maybe we should. Let's do it right now. <laughs> no, I was about to say the same thing, but I'm not going to. No, we shouldn't do that. No, because dude, we we've been uh we've we've been we've been slacking on the schedule projections here lately. Yeah, dude, what the? Not gonna say it. I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, last week we kind of had to rush through it because I went to the, I went to the fucking shit show. I call going to the bar. <laughs> yeah, there was some uh, some inebriation that was had. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I make, I make it sound worse. I went to the, I went to the bar last Friday with my girlfriend and her friend. Uh, I met her, fr- I met her friends for the first time, so it was great. I had a wonderful time, but damn it, that was kind of a shit show. That's what happens when alcohol gets involved, and I, and 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 I, I mean that in the best intentions, dude. I mean, when alcohol is being consumed, a shit show is more than likely gonna happen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw a friend under the bus here. Um, my girlfriend, my girlfriend listens, so she'll, so she'll think it's funny when I say this. But <laughs> dude, we had to, we we um, we tried to get a ride back, in her friend in, in this guy's car, that her friend met up with. <laughs> dude, <laughs> what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Poopy strikes again. <laughs> I hate you so much. God. I just want to throw you out a window. That's one right there. I know. Please. <laughs> There's no screen in it either. Head uh, first. <laughs> I'm throwing you out ass first just to see what happens. Come on, man. 
But dude, so so we had so we tried to get a ride back to uh to her friend's place in this dude's car. Number one, he's thirty one. Number two, he's driving his mom's car. Number three, he didn't start. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw my girlfriend's friend's business out there. But damn it, come on now. And dude, there was some random dude who like popped out the bushes and started talking to me while I was waiting for the Uber. <laughs> Did he offer you anything? He may have. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you at this point now. Got some popsicles in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know. He scared the hell out of me, though. He should. That's terrifying. Dude, he was like, he, he was like fucking the state farm bitch. He just popped up out of nowhere. He really did. Dude, he was like flow from progressive. Flow from progressive. Just comes out of nowhere and then runs away into the bushes. That chick, uh, that chick down in Charleston was like, "Are you guys Cameron? Are we camping? No, are you Cameron? No, we're not Cameron. You don't remember that? We were leaving uh, the salty spittoon or whatever the fuck it was there at uh, the little inlet or the um, marina." Oh, oh, we are waiting oh, oh. for the Uber and that like fifty-year-old drunk bra. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember that now. Asked us if collectively we were Cameron. She's no. like, "Are you guys Cameron?" Like, TJ was like, "Camping," because of course she was hammered and was slurring her words. Yeah, I'm C A. He's uh, he's M R, and then he's E N. <laughs> Cameron. Three of us are the three of us are Cameron. Okay, you know what? Let's let's get into, let's let's get back to the sports. Okay, let's 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 focus up here. The time has finally come. It's AFC North and NFC North time. By God, you know who we got to leave off. We know who you lead, who we're leading off with. Yes, sir. First game of the season. Carolina or the Cleveland Browns play the Panthers. <laughs> who you got? Cleveland versus Carolina on the road in Carolina. Carolina. Do you actually? Yeah. Okay. Dude, they're going to have Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. That's a good point. And Carolina might have Baker Mayfield. And Carolina might have Baker Mayfield. Um, so then flashing back to I th- one of our first editions of doing this, second game of the season, the Cleveland Browns played the Jets. Uh, we had the Jets losing to the Browns, so Erica week two, Cleveland wins against the Jets yes. at home. I was going to pick that regardless. Oh, yeah. Uh, followed up, division matchup on the road. Do you have it up? Do you have their schedule up? Yes. Do you actually? Good, good on you. Um, we, uh, how many tabs do you have open on your computer right now? Uh, significantly less than I did when we started. Okay, gotcha. I only had three up the whole time. I only had two up the whole time, honestly. I had the Dan Snyder, the Deshaun Watson, the NBA draft results. Um, I had them up. Um, and wide receiver stats. Gotcha, okay. Um. So, going back to wide receivers, week three of the season, Cleveland is at home against Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh here? Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to go ahead and fill this in now while I can. Boom, and boom. Since, nope. I, since I have everything already all laid out. Um, then followed up, Cleveland is on the road in Atlanta. Cleveland. Cleveland here? Yes. To either play, to probably play Desmond Ritter, you think? Think Desmond Ritter's starting quarterback of Atlanta Falcons? I think Mariota is. You think you think to start the season? I think I think Ritter eventually starts. 
maybe towards the end, I think. Or who knows? Marcus Mariota could re- revive his career in in Atlanta. He could, but I think the big thing, even if that doesn't happen, I think they want to protect Desmond Ritter. I would agree. Yeah, get him up to speed because mm-hmm. he played at Cincinnati. Granted, he had a really good year at Cincinnati, but Cincinnati didn't always play the best of competition. Mm-hmm. So let's get him kind of adjusted to this competition. Okay. Um, and I think they're looking more for the future in Desmond Ritter. Gotcha. Okay. I think that's what they're planning. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. No, I got you. I, I got you. I'm 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 all for it here, buddy. Um, followed up week five. Uh, Cleveland is at home against the Chargers. I think we're both in agreement on this one. Chargers. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that one's not tough. Chargers have loaded this year. Uh, followed up week six, we have uh, we had New England winning this game in week six when we did our when we did the episode about the Patriots. I still feel that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I do, I do too. Um, so we have Cleveland go ahead and losing this game. Uh, followed up here in week number seven, uh, they are on the road in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. Once again, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Yep, I would agree. And then to follow it up in week number eight, they're on the road. Or they're actually at home against Cincinnati. Loss. Cincinnati Do you? I think, um, I, think, I, think, I think they squeeze this one out just because division games at home means a lot different. I mean, I, 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 think, I think they split with Cincinnati this year. Mm. All right, I'll give you that. We'll split it. Okay. And win this one. Then they're on the bye, um, so they can't lose that one. Then they then they're on the road to Miami. Uh, we have Miami winning or Miami losing that one to Cleveland, so Cleveland picks this one up. Um, and then uh, week number twelve, they or week number eleven. I'm sorry, they're on the road to Buffalo. We have Buffalo winning this one, so Cleveland loses. Dude, they're gonna get sick as a dog. Oh yeah, at Miami, November thirteenth. And then they travel up to Buffalo, November twentieth. Yeah, okay. It's sick as a dog. It could be cold as hell up there for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. late yeah. November. Fuck yeah, good. Yeah, no cap. And then they go, uh, and then they'll be going back to Cleveland, and they'll be they'll have a game um, against uh, Tampa Tom. Yeah, that's a loss. Yep, yep. I think the Buccaneers picked that one up for sure. Um, and then uh, week thirteen, they're on the road to Houston. They win this one. Okay. And then uh, they're on the road to Cincinnati. Loss. Okay. Because we said they were going to split. Yep. yep. Now, now the question is, did they split with the Ravens this year? I don't think so. No? Okay. So you, so you have them losing to the Ravens in week 15. I think so. At home. Okay. I think so. I think there's just so much dysfunction around this organization. I would agree. Yeah. Um, and then week 16, they're at home against New Orleans. This one's <sighs> tough because if Jameis Winston is playing good football, him, Olave, and uh, Michael Thomas. And Alvin Kamara. So another thing, Alvin Kamara is actually expecting a six-game suspension for the incident that happened during the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so <clears throat> so all you people out there who are considering drafting Alvin Kamara in fantasy football, you might get suspended, so just be wary of that. For six weeks. Yep, for six weeks, so just be careful. Um, I think they probably win this one against... At home against New Orleans. Ooh, I forgot. They also have Jarvis Landry. Yep. And Tyra Matthew. Yep. And, and, Mar- and Marcus May. And Marcus May. They did some work on that secondary. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't know. They are home. I'll give them the win here. Would you? Okay. Yeah. 
And then week 17, we have them. We had Washington winning this one. So Cleveland loses to Washington, and then they are on the road to Pittsburgh to finish out the season. I think they split this one. So they lost to Pittsburgh earlier in the season. You think they're gonna? They lost at home to Pittsburgh. You think they're gonna beat them on the road in Pittsburgh? Uh, I think so. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eleven. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. I was like, wait a minute. Good call. Seven and ten for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Let's get those poop stains off my. Now the moment that was unnecessary. I didn't, now the moment. That. Now the moment we have all been waiting for. Week number one. Green Bay's on the road to Minnesota. I knew it was coming. <laughs> we're gonna. We're. I'm. 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 Bu- I'm building up the anticipation. Lost. Okay, so you have Green Bay. You have Green Bay losing to Minnesota week one. Yes. Okay. All right. So Green Bay Packers on the road to Minnesota will lose. Ergo, the Green the Minnesota Vikings will win that game. My whole computer screen is looking like a damn Christmas tree. Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree. Okay, week number two. Uh, they are at home against the Bears. I didn't have to put this one up. I was gonna say win. Yeah, I really wanted to say da Bears, but I didn't want you to think I meant the Bears were gonna win. We can still say da Bears, da Bears, because Aaron Rodgers owns da Bears, da Bears, da Bears. Okay, week number three. Uh, they're on the road to Tampa Bay. Loss. Lose to Tampa Bay. Okie dokie. All right. Now we actually have one, two, three, four, five games straight figured out for the Green Bay Packers based on the results of games from previous times. Uh, week number four, they're at home against New England. Uh, we have them losing to New England. Week number five, they're in a neutral site game in London against the Giants. Um, we had the Giants winning that game, so they lose to the Giants. Uh, followed up next week, they're back at home against the Jets. Surprisingly, we had the Jets winning that game. <laughs> uh, so they lose to the Jets here as well. Uh, followed up here in week number seven, they're on the road to Washington. We had Washington winning that game as well. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Green Bay. So Green Bay loses that one, and then they followed up week eight, they're on the road to Buffalo. Uh, their fortunes do not change. They lose that one as well. <laughs> Dude, I think this is going to be a tough season for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, uh, so the way things are looking right now, they're about to get fucking mollywhopped. <laughs> I can really see it, though. <laughs> I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of dysfunction surrounding that team also. A lot of dysfunction surrounding that team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, his, I mean Aaron Rodgers' best, thing, best person to throw to right now is Christian Watson. It's not great. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm not I'm not shitting on Christian Watson at all, but I mean un, un, unproven rookie wide receiver from North Dakota State that runs the ball. Yeah, so take that how you want it. But week number nine, they're at Detroit. No, they win this one. They got they got to break the cycle was, at some point. I was about to say, like, come on, man, they're not that down bad. Oh shit! Whoops! I didn't want to do that. Come on, dude. Give me a second. Oh. Not your call. I have to color code this thing properly. He said it's not your call. Okay, so if so facto, Detroit loses that game. Well, all you Green Bay Packers fans, good news because we actually had Green Bay Packers beating Dallas. Woo! <laughs> so two game two game heater. 
they're on the ro- they're at home against Tennessee. Can right. they make it three? No. Okay, I agree. <laughs> yep, I would agree. I think. Um, I don't think it happens. Hell no. No. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Love, love you. Okay, now week number uh, twelve, they are at Philadelphia. Well, we had the Philly winning that game. Yep. So uh, I stand by that one. I do too. All right, week number thirteen, they are at the Bears. Again, Daddy's still in town. He's not losing. Yeah, he's not, he's I, think not, he's, I think he's still at Yeah, that. he's he's not he's not losing to the Bears. Tour no, no, at all. no, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. All right, well they got a they got a whopper game coming up here, week fourteen. They're on the bye, so that's yeah, a tough one, tough week, <sighs> tough to lose that one. You got to win the bye week. You got to win the bye. <laughs> got to win the bye week. You just it's like always always bet the under. Yeah. No, don't ever do that. <laughs> I have I have a horror story from that. Yeah, the, dude, I, that was. I can't. That I was still can't that was that. rough. I still I still can't, can't, can't believe I still can't believe that. Almost won my first fucking sports bet, except SMU decided to score eighty. Yeah, the, the over uh, under was like seventy and a half. I bet under because I'm like, ain't no way SMU and North Texas are scoring seventy and a half SMU points. SMU alone. Covered. SMU had sixty three in the first half. <laughs> Tamir covered them themselves. Oh, they did cover themselves. That's insane to think about. Yeah. Um, followed up here in week fifteen, they're at home against the defending Super Bowl champion LA Rams. Home and give me a look. I already, know. <laughs> I already know what the answer to that one is. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think I think it's absolutely destroyed by the Rams. Um, then they followed up. Uh, they're at Miami for week number sixteen. Well, we had Miami winning this one. So good news is season's almost over for Green Bay. They're uh, at home against Minnesota. I think they split. Okay, I think they take one. I would agree. Um, so they win that one, and Minnesota loses this one. And then to finish up the season, they're at home versus Detroit. They win this one as okay. well. Yeah, I think they they take that. Okay. And on a little two gamer. And on a two gamer. Still a pretty pathetic season. Yep. Right now we have them sitting at five and twelve. Five and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. I'm forgetting again. Six and eleven. It's better. <laughs> Only slightly. <laughs> <laughs> they managed to do worse than the Browns. <laughs> they did. I so six and eleven actually puts them season projection so far tied with the Giants for the second worst record that we have so far. <laughs> Idiots. Only ahead of the Jets who are four and thirteen. <sighs> and the Jets beat the Packers, by the way. <laughs> so uh so yeah, get ready for that one. All right. Now, I've done enough teasing. Uh this is something that a lot that a lot of you are actually waiting for. Um, this is probably going to be our most in-depth schedule and analysis that we'll probably end up doing. Probably. Um, we're going to go ahead and do the Baltimore Ravens here. A lot of the games you actually already have decided, uh, but we'll touch on them pretty quickly. Um, I'm very curious to see what your thoughts are behind this. So, okay. Uh, so we'll just jump right into it. So week one, they're on the road to the Jets. Uh, we have the Ravens beating the Jets. Um, I think that one's a pretty... Pretty foregone, pretty well foregone conclusion that we're going to beat the Jets. Yeah, I mean we have a really good track record about um, playing the Jets. Like mm-hmm. we we beat them most pretty, of the time, pretty consistently. Uh, the li- their offensive line is still a work in progress. Zach, a lot of people still aren't sold on Zach Wilson. Yeah, um, and I mean it's gonna. I think it's gonna be tougher than than um, I originally anticipated. Not realizing that uh, opening day was on nine eleven against the Jets. Um, 
that crowd is going to be fired up. Yeah, I mean, first game of the season. I mean, New, I mean, New York, New Jersey. I mean, I mean, they're very, very big supporters of the Jets and the Giants. Um, so it will be a little bit tougher. With that said, I think we're just going to flat dominate them. I think we still win. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty convincingly, honestly. Yeah, if, I mean, if, if we're going to win in the trenches. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, our our offensive line is so is just our, our offensive line might be the most slept on in the NFL this season. I think we're we're gonna have a really really good year mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. I agree. Line wise, I agree. And then there's, I mean, we're just so deep on the on the defensive side of the ball now. I mean, not not as deep with the unfortunate passing of Jalen Ferguson now, but I mean, we still have a lot of depth on the defensive line side of the ball. So yeah, I think we're gonna be just fine. Yeah. Uh, followed up, we're gonna be at home against Miami. Uh, we have the Ravens beat Miami as well. Yeah, I mean, I I really think uh, I think we're gonna get a little payback for what happened last season. The fact that uh, we weren't able to um, adjust our offensive scheme at all against yep. them on that Thursday night game. Um, we're also significantly more healthy now. Yep. Um, I know that they did make a lot of moves in free agency, and good for them. Um, but it's what you do with those pieces that count, and I don't see that team doing a lot with those pieces. No, I agree. Um, I think Tua is going to have a big step forward this season, though. They'll have a good season, for um, sure. Absolutely. It, especially with having Tyree Kill. I mean, having a number one wide receiver to bail you out in a lot of situations— It'll definitely help you out a lot. But the problem is, is he doesn't have the arm strength to let Tyreek bail him out. Mm-mm, no, no. One thing that Miami does still have, though, they do have the defense. They, yep, they do have a very good defense. Uh, their first-round pick from, from a few years ago, Christian Wilkins, he actually came into his own last season. So that is, it, it, it is a little bit more worrisome. Yeah. But then again, at the same time, our defense is coming back. It's coming back a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. And our secondary is going to be nasty. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, so, so, yeah, Ravens here. So uh, beating, beating the Dolphins will be two. Um, taking on the week three, we're going to be on the road to New England. Uh, we have the Ravens beating New England as well. Uh, this New England team just, it scares the hell out of me. I, I have no clue what to expect out of them. Yeah. Um, they, they do still have a lot of good players on their team. Um, they still do have former Raven Matthew Judon. Um, and they, and they still have some good offensive pieces and everything like that. Um, uh, they did lose JC Jackson. Um, they did lose their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, they lost Shaq Mason too. And they lost Shaq Mason. And I mean, he he's a r- damn good guard. Yeah. Um. So I I just struggle to know what I'm going to get out of this New England team. I mean, uh, I mean, big, big thing for me is is that you have a quarterback who threw the ball three times in one game. Like, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. Some people are, but some, but I'm one of the people who aren't. I need to see more. I'm not sold on any Alabama quarterback. There's not uh, Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks. Just have a track record of not really panning out. There's nothing against Alabama or Ohio State because they put a lot of players into the NFL every single year in damn near every other position. Yeah, Quarterbacks, they they play very well for them in college. Mm -hmm. They don't transition very well to the league. Couldn't tell you why. They just don't seem to. Yeah, it hasn't. And I mean, go figure figure this past draft. You have one from both schools. Yeah. Um, One had a little bit more success than the other. Um, so, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll remain to be seen how things go, but, uh, just keep it light, keep it moving. Uh, we have New England, uh, losing to Baltimore week three, and then, uh, a game you and I are really, really primed for week four at home against the Bills. We have the Ravens beating the Bills. Yeah, I think so. Um, we had a damn good game against them in the playoffs, um, two seasons ago, um, I think we were one stupid interception from Lamar Jackson away from probably winning that game. 
And I don't even think it was that dumb of an interception. I think it was a better defensive play than anything It was else. a good defensive play. It was a stupid throw, but it was a good defensive play. Yeah. Um, I think... Stupid throw, no. Bad throw, yes. Poor, poor decision, yes. That's why I think it was a stupid throw. Yeah. Because um, it was a poor decision. Yeah. But once again, um, Buffalo, what do they do very well? They throw the ball very well. What did the Ravens stack up in the offseason? Secondary. Yeah. They did just um, draft James Cook, Dalvin Cook's little brother. Um, so he may add a piece to that offense in and the they, run game. They do have Jameson Crowder also. And they did add Jameson Crowder. But we still do have Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and um, Kyle Fuller. Yeah. And I mean, plus, I mean, Chuck Clark, one of the smarter safeties in the NFL. Kyle Hamilton, who's looking like a stud already. And Marcus Williams. And Marcus Williams. So and Tony Jefferson is a damn short tackler, too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the Ravens secondary is going to be going to be just nasty. I mean, you still have Adafi away on the on the defensive line. You still have Calais Campbell. Um, we did average add, uh, add that kid Travis Jones out of UConn. Mm-hmm. He is a unit. Justin Matt BK. That dude's a dog. Yeah, um, yeah And and I mean, uh, I I keep I keep referencing it, but with what happened with Jalen Ferguson, we're gonna add another pass rusher just because David Ojabo is gonna be ready to start. No, and JPP did visit the Ravens, so I think that um, with the unfortunate passing, the doors open. Um, I, think. I mean, even even before Jalen Ferguson, I think the door was still open. I think they were just doing their due diligence. I think they were going to get through minicamp, see how things go, and then they were going to make a decision from there. I think I think this kind of, like I said, the unfortunate passing of Jalen Ferguson kind of expedites that pro- process. Yeah, it, 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 de- it definitely accelerates the process of us getting another pass rusher, whether it's JPP, whether it's someone like uh, Justin Houston. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a few other guys, there's a few other vets out there who we could definitely bring on and we could definitely use. Sure. Um. So it'll remain to be seen what happens there, but um, but yeah. So uh, just again, keep it moving. Um, four games, four up, four down for the Ravens. So, moving on to week number five at home against Cincinnati. <sighs> Telepathically, I think you and I are both kind of in agreement on this one. I hate to say it, I want us to win. Uh, so do I. I think we get humbled. I think we do too. I want us to win so bad because I can't stand, I can't stand the Bengals right now. Humbled is the wrong word. I think we lose a close competitive game. Humbled, I'm, humbled, no. Close. I'm saying humbled in the fact that like we just won four straight. Right. Losing a close game, yes. Humbled. I want to go to that game. I mean, we'll make it happen. I mean, I'm not saying that we're, I'm not saying that we won't. Because we went to the uh, the Ravens and uh, Chiefs at home. Now, granted, that was the first game back in the stadium since COVID. Yeah. And dude, that place was fucking rocking. Yeah, that, that was yeah, that, that was, was the best game I've ever been to for sure, hands down. <sighs> Honestly, it, for 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 me, it rivals the AF, ALDS game too with Delman Young. All right, I'll give you that one. Like 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 experience wise, that's the only other game it ever it's ever rivaled for me. I'll give you that one. Um, so week six, we're on the road to the Giants. Um. I really don't think this one needs a whole lot of explaining. We've also already picked it. Yeah, Giants are the Giants. We're going to beat the Giants. It's not It's not going to be too difficult for us. Um, and then same thing with week number seven. We already picked this one as well. We literally just picked it. Uh, the Ravens beat Cleveland. Yep. Um, moving on to week number eight. Uh, I think back-to-back primetime games, I believe. Uh, Starting on the road. Coming to, up. To Tampa Bay. Yeah, short week to Tampa Bay. I think we probably lose this one. Uh, part of me, I I I think it'll be close. I don't I don't think we get blown out at all. No, I don't. I'm not saying we get blown out, but I think we lose. Yeah, short week traveling down there. Um, Tampa Bay still has a very good roster. Mm-hmm. Um, 
good defense. They they don't have like a lot of big names on the defense, but they all play very well together. Yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah, you're exactly right. So um, I I think we I think we take that one. Like in a, we take that one. That shifting one. focus, same division, and I mean same mo for for the team. New Orleans Saints are a very very good defensive team as well. We're all on the road to them on a Monday night, on a Monday night game, so we get a little bit of an extended rest. Think we win this one. I do too, but then again, I could also see us like when I say humbled, humbled. You think we got our ass mopped in this one? I think we could, but I think we ultimately win. I think we win this one. I I I think we win, but I also see it as a game where we could just get absolutely annihilated. Heading into the bye week, we're riding high. We're at this point now we're seven and two. Um, I mean, I don't know. It 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 could be a recipe for disaster. I don't think it is. But I think it could be. I could see it being, but I don't think it is. Right, right. I can I, acknowledge the fact that I think it could be. Yeah. Um. So then, by bi- week is week ten. Um. Then we're at home against Carolina. I think we win this one. I don't think this one's close. Yeah, I don't think so. This, w- I mean, this this one, I think will absolutely be a blowout. This next game, week twelve. For some reason, we always have have a lot of problem with the Jaguars. For some reason, we always do. Ultimately, I think I think we take care of business just because I think rookie head. Co- I mean, he's not a rookie head coach. I mean, he's been there. He's done that before. But I think we'll give Trevor Lawrence just fits all day. Yeah, I agree. Offensive line still still not great. No, didn't really do a whole lot to to help it. Mm-mm. I don't care who you are. Cam Robinson's not the end all be all. No. At this point, also week twelve, there's a strong possibility David Ojabo could be playing. Yeah, end of November. It's very possible. Very strong, possible. Strong possibility. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and pick up this game against the Jag against the Jaguars, and then this is a game I'm really really excited about. Uh, the Russell well- Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos will be coming into town for Week 13. I think we lose this one. <sighs> part of me thinks we will, but then again, part of me thinks that we're part of me thinks that we'll just that we will win just because for some reason I don't know why Marcus Peters does not like Russell Wilson. <laughs> But with that said, I mean the Denver Marcus Bron- Peters doesn't like anybody. That's true. Uh, the Denver Broncos do have a lot of offensive firepower. Yeah, I mean, and they still have a very good defense. And they still have, do have a good defense, and their offensive line is not too bad either. Um, I think we will. I, I want to say we win this game so bad, but I don't think we do. I don't think we do. I mean, I I th- I, th- I think we lose this game. Hate to say it, but I, just well, I don't want to say we lose any of the games. I want to well, say we go 17 and 0, well, right. but I'm trying to be realistic here. Right, of course. Um, okay, so week 14 on the road to Pittsburgh. I think we lose this one. Yeah, talking about, talking about realistic. We always. We're going to split. Yeah. We're going to split with, with the Steelers. And after, after how last season went, I don't think we lose at home to Pittsburgh. No. No. Um,. And then week 15, we already predicted this game. We sweep the Cleveland Browns, and then on to week 16 versus Atlanta. I think we beat them. I do as well. And then we split Pittsburgh. So week 17, we're at home against Pittsburgh. Yep, we win that one. Yep, and then this, one is a, this one's a tough one because we're on the road to Cincinnati. I don't, think, I don't think we lose two games to Cincinnati this year, but then again at the same time, it's week 18. Um, if you guys been keeping up, we're doing pretty good this season. We, the way we have us going, we're doing pretty good this season so far. So, um, I don't know. What are you thinking? 
if I say that we win this, mm. we go thirteen and four. No, we don't. No, you're fourteen and three. Fourteen and three. If we lose, we go thirteen and four. Mm. I think thirteen and four is very realistic for us. I think fourteen and three is very realistic for for us also. But I also think we take this one. I th- I think we do. Th- I I genuinely think we do take it. I don't think we lose two games to to Cincinnati. Mm-mm. I don't either. Yeah. I'm I'm really trying to be like unbiased about this, but it's tough we, to be. We got lucky. I don't want to say lucky, because um, last season was a disaster for us. But we ended up with the fourth ranked schedule mm-hmm. because of it. So when you you automatically get the the easiest schedule of the division. That's right. how it works. Which is why we play Denver, which is why we play Jacksonville, which is why we play the Giants. Yeah. That's just how it works. Hmm? Um, so, um, I mean, you come, you come last place in your division, I mean, you're going to play the other last place teams. Exactly. So by that, we do get a, a bit of a cupcake schedule because of that. We also paid for it last season. This wasn't like a we've been a bad team and we get a, you know, an easy schedule. Right. We paid for it last season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely did. Two-thirds of our roster was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think 14-3 and three is realistic for us. Um, I could also see like 12-5. and five. I could see... I could see a slip in two of these games. I could too. New Honest, Orleans and the and the Bengals. I could see a slip in those two and ended up yep. twelve and five. I could see a slip into Buffalo. I could see a slip into to yep. the Patriots. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, flip side. I could also see us destroying the Broncos because we did last year. Yeah, we could we could body bag them. We could sweep the the Steelers. Yeah. We could sweep the Bengals. Right. I could see it. I can see both sides of the coin. Right. Yeah. Um. But for now, fourteen and three. So Ravens fans, there you go. Um, might have a little bit of bias to it, but we try to be unbiased. Um, I mean, I just I I think the Ravens are going to step up. They're going to win when they need to this year. Um, and I I just think it's going to be a just a completely different mindset from the Ravens this season. Yeah, and I think um. I think obviously the Ravens are going to be wearing like some sort of patch for Jalen Ferguson and probably Tony Saragusa as well. Maybe not to, so much Tony Saragusa, but for Jalen Ferguson for sure. For sure, um, I could see Tony Saragusa just because he was such a big part of the organization and such a big name. He'll be honored in some way. <laughs> he might have like a little like patch on the field or something. Yeah. Um. Um. But de- I think Jalen Ferguson will definitely be honored a little bit more than Tony Saragusa this season, just because he's a current player for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, and I and I think the players are going to want it for Jalen. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. Absolutely. I mean, it's a damn shame that that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. I. I. I, comple- I completely agree with you. I think. Um. I. Th- I think it'll end up working out for the Ravens really, really well this season. I agree. Let's hop over to the last one. Who do we agree on? Chicago. Okay, Chicago Bears. Da Bears. Da okay. Bears. All right, focus up here. Okay, I'm focused. Okay, so uh, first game of the season, they're in Soldier Field against the 49ers. Loss. Okay, so that was quick. Yep. <laughs> um, then we followed up week two. They're on the road to Green Bay. We already had Green Bay winning this one, so if the fact is a factor, they're losing to the Packers. Loss. 
Followed up week number three. They're on. They're actually at home versus the Texans. They win this one. I would agree here. I think the Texans are gonna are gonna be a sneaky team that are gonna give teams a lot of fits. Are they gonna win a lot of games? Not necessarily, but I think they're gonna be a, a competitive team this year. Are they gonna make your butthole pucker? Probably. <sighs> I don't want to hear shit from so you. So week you... number four. <laughs> You said a few episodes again ago talking about Mac Jones. It's time to show me that cock. <laughs> oh, did I? I forgot. I, yeah, I, I forget half the shit that I say. In all honesty, you, you don't get to say anything about my comment. I forget what I say half the time. I'm gonna replay it for you. Oh, please don't. No, it's happening. Oh shit! Whammy. <laughs> All right, week number four, we have uh, they're on the road to the Jets or the Giants, excuse me, and we have uh, the Giants winning that one. I agree. Um, so moving on to week five, um, they're at Minnesota. House, I would agree there. I think Minnesota is going to be pretty damn good this year. I think they win the division. I do too. Yeah, spoilers alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, man, they're down bad, just as worse as Green Bay is. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so week number six, they're at home against Washington. Well, we had Washington winning that one, so boom, boom. Week number seven, they're on the road to New England. Well, we had New England winning that one, so boom, boom. (laughs) Boom, boom. Week number eight, they're on the road to Dallas. We had Dallas winning that one. Week number nine, they're at home versus Miami. We had Miami winning that one as well. Yep. So they're actually a little bit more down bad in the... Packers are. Which makes sense. They should be. Yeah, which makes sense. Uh, followed up week number, let's see, which one is this? Week number 10, they're at home versus Detroit. Come on, don't say it. I don't know. I think, these, I think Detroit's going to be pretty good this year. I know. That's why I'm giving you that look. Okay. I can't, okay, I think they split. They maybe take the one against uh, at home. I think they lose to Detroit later in Detroit. I, they could split it. I think Detroit's going to be a sneaky good team this season. Do you actually? I think Detroit's going to be sneaky good. I think I think they could fuck around and and and, and actually be half, half decent. Jameson Williams, Amon St. Brown, Amon Ra. What I say? Amon. What's the difference? Ra. Ra ra. Oh la la. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, I think Chicago will lose this game. Nah, right, I'm with it. All right, I think yeah, I think uh, I think I think Detroit will pick this one up. All right, God damn it, Bobby. Let's see, week number eleven, they're on the road to Atlanta. I think they win this one. I would I I would agree. I mean, at some point they're <laughs> they're they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to get their shit together. Um, okay, week number twelve, they're at home or they're on the road to the Jets. We had the Jets losing, so we had the Bears picking up two in a row. Here. There it is. There the it Bears. Is. Come alive in the nighttime, baby. Week number thirteen, da- uh, they're uh, they're back at Daddy's house. So uh, so yeah, they're losing to the Packers. <laughs> Lost. Uh, week fourteen, that's the unlosable week. That's the bye week. They lose it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that bad. Week number fifteen, they're at home versus Philly. We have Philly winning that one, so boom. Week sixteen, they're at home versus Buffalo. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> then they're then they're at Detroit. For week seventeen, I think I, they got to take this one. I think I think they There's, split with Detroit. Okay. Okay, so we'll give this one to them. 
They have to, right? I mean, they don't have to. I mean, they don't have, really yeah, have to do anything. Yeah, they don't have to. Um, okay, so, and then last game of the season, they're at home versus Minnesota. Loss. Yeah, it was Minnesota. How many games did they win? Fucking three? Four. God bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Sneeze your headset off there, buddy. <laughs> I did. I have not mastered the art of the silent sneeze. Can't do it. It's not possible for me. Four and thirteen for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they're down bad, boy. Uh they tie the uh tie the Jets for our worst record so far. That makes sense. That tracks. It does make sense. Makes perfect sense. Can I show you something? Look how pretty this is. It's looking like a fucking Yeah, kid. I haven't seen this yet. What do we got? Holy shit. Oh, it's like oh it's like it's like nothing. This one this one's like all over the place just because it's like Buffalo, Dallas, Miami, Washington, Jets, Philly, New England, the Giants. But this one is much more organized. If I can get there. Yeah. It's like much more organized. Oh wow. Yeah. You can always copy and paste and, and move it around. And then boom. 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 I'm gonna do one more that actually tracks like records too. There you go. I'll, I'll I'll do it once we finish up here. There we go. But yeah, I'm happy for you. So there we go. We took like two weeks off not doing that shit, and now we're back to it. Now we're back to it. It's fun. I love doing it. it I have fun. so much fun doing it. Honestly, I have. You know what? I, you have less fun because you have to record it all. <laughs> no, no. I I mean, I, I have I've 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 fun doing it too. I mean, it, like. It took me. It took me what? How long? Like forty five minutes to get everything. Dude, it's like, it was a good. Yeah, it was a good forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, to get everything tracked in there correctly. Mm-hmm. But it looks good. It does look good. I'll give you that. If any of you happen to happen to make your way, also, um, I'm gonna be taking standing invitations to come into the podcast room for some uh, NFL games here this season. So yeah, I'm about to be about to be doing a home renovation project. So yeah. yes, sir. Yeah, we're about to. Uh... Build a shed and uh, cook crack. Didn't say that. <laughs> Didn't have to. <laughs> Didn't swing at it. Can't count it. In uh, in other news, coming on in about twenty minutes, literally just turned to seven forty. That's fucking flawless. Um, eight o'clock tonight is game five. Six. Of... No. Six. Mm... It's three two, isn't it? Nope. That's three one. Huh. Game five is tonight. I'm looking at it. it literally says game five. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, you didn't say you were looking at it there. Fucking finish. Can't, never can. You gotta scream at it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Okay. Uh, we have game five of the uh, Stanley Cup final coming on tonight, 8 uh... o'clock. Uh... 8 o'clock is puck drop. Um, you guys can watch that on ABC or ESPN+. Um, currently, Colorado is up 3-1. to one. Um, they did. Uh, they did end up losing um, game three to Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. They got their shit waxed that game. Yeah. Um, not as bad as Tampa Bay got their shit waxed game two. Game two. Yeah, that was a seven zero shutout. Yep. Yeah, they got their shit waxed. Um, and then uh, Colorado actually won in overtime in game four. Mm-hmm. So they have a three one series lead. Coming back home for game five, looking to close it out. I think they do. They've looked like the better team all series. Um, yeah. They're they're skating faster. They're it, it seems like everything's done with more of a purpose, whereas it just kind of seems like Tampa Bay is playing behind. Yeah, all game like it's like they're like 
shit, we just got to flip it into the zone there and hope we get there. But Colorado skating, out skating them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, it's it's what happens when you have so many young stars on Colorado the way they do. Yeah. Um, headlined by Nathan, Nathan McKinnon. Yep. Um, I mean, I think Colorado probably will close it out tonight. I think they do. Um, deservingly so. Yeah, they definitely do. Uh, like I said, they've they've looked like the better team all series long. Mm-hmm. Um, from the little bit of, uh, I've watched like a little bit from from most games. Yeah. Of it, I I I'll be having, um, uh, sat down and watched a, a ton of it. But yeah, I mean, they just they look like the better team. Okay. Well, there we go. There we go. Game five tonight. It's over. Um, sticking with uh, professional sports. Uh, Brooks Kepka has uh, moved over to the Live Tour. Yep. Uh, and then shortly after that news was announced, um, the PGA commissioner actually came out and uh, said that they're going to do a new um, like format similar to the Live Golf at the end of the year with uh, like marquee players for um, a higher purse. Yeah, I also saw there's no cuts for that one too. Yep, they're completely copying the live, uh, the live format. There, um, trying to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Um, he also called live golf an irrational threat. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Sounds like the words of somebody that's a little nervous. Um, yeah, I would say so. What the fuck? What is your problem? I was just trying to get my giant water jug, and I smacked the hell out of the table. So, according to Oxford's Dictionary, the definition of irrational is not logical or responsible. So, they're they're not logically a threat to the PGA. I feel like he means not responsible the way that they're just throwing money around. Well, then again, at the same time, that's what happens when you're playing in a golf tournament that's sponsored by by the Saudi Arabian... The, by the family of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, Brooks Kepka got, it was reported a $100 million bonus to come over and play for Liv. Right. $100 million. Here you go. Come play for us. Yeah, you can win more money. Fuck, I'd do it. That family's sitting on $270 billion worth of wealth. Yeah, they're, they're kosher. They're good. They, they can throw, they can throw $100, $100 million $100 million at 42 golfers in order to come get them to play for the, play in their tournaments. Yep. Like, and still be okay. All the, all the TV and publicity they're gonna be, they're making off of this stuff as well, dude. Come on. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. They're getting return on investment. Trust me. Maybe not. Maybe not initially, but give it time. Yeah, give it time. Um, and then big news in college football. Um, Arch Manning. Um, he has committed. Arch Manning, who is the nephew, nephew of Peyton and Eli. Yep. Um, he has committed to the University of Texas. Yeah, so he was uh so he he's the number one quarterback in the country. He's the number one quarterback in the 2023 um class. But it leads to a little bit of an issue coming in because Quinn Ewers, if you guys remember, just transferred over there from Ohio State. Quinn Ewers is a quarterback um from Texas. He's from South Lake, Texas. Um he's 6'3", 206 pounds. Um like I said, he transferred in from Ohio State. He was the number one prospect in his class, last year's class, the 2021 class. Um, 
So obviously he's going to be the starter this year, but then next year runs into a little bit of an issue. Is he still going to be the starter? Or is Texas going to move on and start Arch Manning? Um, yeah, you know, it's, some, it's something that will remain to be seen. It'll be very interesting to see what exactly does happen. Um, I think they'll probably end up sticking with Arch Manning uh, just because I think there's a little bit more game film on him than there is on, um, on Quinn. I mean, personally, I would stick with... Um, well, they're going to start Quinn this year. You think? Well, yeah, because Arch Manning is uh, in the 2023 class. Oh, good point. So he, Not in 2022. He, yeah. yeah, he's coming in next year. Okay. So, so Quinn Ewers has got the starting job this year. But next year, Arch Manning comes in. Do you think they stick with Quinn? Or do you think they are like, hey, this is Arch's job. He's got this. You know, it really depends, it really depends on what Quinn does this season. Because if Quinn lights it up for Texas um, and raises his draft stock, uh, he, you could just say, you know what? Give him his junior season. And then we'll, um, he'll probably leave for the draft, and then we'll just throw Arch right in. We'll just throw, we'll just throw Arch in his sophomore year. That would be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Will it? Is it actually what they're going to do? Who's the coach there now? Um, I forget his name. It's not Tom Herman. Still, I know that. No, it starts with an S. Um, Sarkeesian. Yes, Steve Sarkeesian. I could also see a world in where um, Arch Manning says, fuck this, I'm not sitting behind anybody. I'll go play for Bama. Because Bryce Young's going to be out. He's going in. He could also transfer to Ohio State and go play for Ohio State. So Arch Manning realistically could transfer anywhere he wants. He could go anywhere he wants. Uh, Except for maybe USC. I don't know. He'd probably go there too. Well, they'll have Caleb Williams. Yeah, well, Caleb Williams is a sophomore this year. Doesn't matter wherever wherever he goes, Hot's already gonna have to sit. Well, I mean, Quinn Ewers is gonna be a sophomore this year, so next year is gonna be his junior year. He's got to play. Next year, Caleb Williams is gonna be his junior year. He's gonna play. That's what I'm saying. He could go. He could go pretty much anywhere, but those two places. I don't well, know. I mean, it's it's like, it's like one of those things where, um, you know, if um. It all depends on it all depends on how Quinn does this season. It all depends on if Quinn even starts. I don't know who else they have on the roster that they would start. They have I think they have two other four star quarterbacks. Couldn't tell you. I think. I'm about to I'm I'm on I'm on twenty four seven sports right now trying to find it. Trying to find Texas themselves. Um they have eight commits so far. Oh, excuse me. Let's see if we can find it. Um, let's see. At quarterback, um, they had Charles Wright, Casey Thompson, Cole Lord, Hudson Card, and Ben Ballard. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I don't know. It's tough. I think it's going to be between Quinn Ewers. Like, I think it's his starting job this year for sure. 
and then it's between him and Arch Manning uh, the next season. I will say this. Arch Manning, according to 24-7 Sports, Arch Manning is the best recruit that uh, Texas has ever gotten. I believe that. According to them, their top three... Their top three recruits of all time. Number three, Sergio Kendall. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Number two is Vince Young, and then number one's Arch. I can believe it. Yeah, so I don't know. It, you know, it, it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of Quinn Ewers. Of course, I'm an Ohio State. I'm an Ohio State fan. So, so you were pulling for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was, I was hoping he would end up sticking around and he would end up taking over for Stroud when he goes to the NFL. But I mean, Stroud almost Stroud damn near won a Heisman this year, so yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, Quinn Ewers is, I mean, I mean, he he has all the skill in the world to go ahead and start for anybody day one. So why would he want to sit behind C.J. Stroud and risk them getting somebody who could be more talented than he is? You know, absolutely. I don't know. So my question to you real quick before we get out of here, because we are, we're going on a real long episode here. It says we're comfortable, man. <clears throat> we're comfy. We are comfy. We're comfy. You think Texas wins the championship in the next five years? I don't know. See, I've been going back and forth on that the whole time because, I mean, they have, to, they have the quarterback recruits. Steve Sarkeesian's a really, really good offensive coach. But then again, at the same time, there's a lot of other schools that are still loading up. And they do have a good uh, running back in B. John Robinson. Well, I mean, he's going to end up leaving after this season anyway. You're very true. Um, I think realistically, and it pains me to say it, I could see them win, winning a Big 12 championship in the next five years while they're still there because they're going to be going over the SEC as well. Not till 2025. True. That's within the five-year span, though. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I will say, I mean, Texas did add another another top five recruit uh, recruiting class this past season, um, so I mean, I mean they're they're bringing in a lot of talent, um, a lot of local talent. I mean, if Texas if Texas knows anything, it's fucking barbecue, and uh, it's fucking football. Yeah, I kind of hope Arch Manning uh, beats out Quinn Ewers um, for the quarterback, and Quinn's like, fine, fuck you, I'm going to Oklahoma. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot, actually. Um. And I mean, they're adding they're adding a few um, a few good recruits as well, uh, transfers I should say. I'm sorry. Uh, they're getting two. They're getting two. Uh, they're getting a wide receiver from Bama. They're getting a tight end from Alabama. Um, of course, they're getting Quentin Ewers. Um, getting a corner from um, corner from Ohio State. Ryan Watts. He was um, he was a pretty good. Um, he was a pretty high recruit, and he was coming out of high school. He's dropped. He's dropped a little bit since. Um, even they're getting, they're getting some guy named Isaiah, uh, Neor. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Couldn't tell you. Um, dude, six, three, two, ten. He went to Wyoming. He wasn't very, he wasn't, he wasn't highly regarded when he was coming out, coming out of Wyoming, but he's here at Texas now. So, I mean, Texas has a real lack of depth at wide receiver. So, yeah. So they're adding, so all the guys that they're adding now, they're going to, they're, Going to be immediate impact players. Um, so now with all the recruits, are, I mean, I mean, they got two, they got two solid, um, two solid transfers to come in that are going to be starting wide receivers for them. I mean, a 
Steve Sarkeesian, he listed wide receivers a big need for them as soon as he as soon as he took the head coaching job. Now it's one of their stronger positions. So, I mean, I mean that's the power of Texas. I mean, they have an, they have an entire network on ESPN dedicated for the fucking school. So I mean, yeah, there's so much exposure. I mean, any like anytime you go to Texas, you're always going to be in the spotlight just because it's Texas. Yep. Um, if you're going to Texas for for football, you're going to be there. Sorry about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, like it it comes with it. I mean, like I said, Texas is known for football. You know, if if I mean, if like if you're if you're uh if Texas football if Texas football sucks, then that's a problem. Some very unhappy people down in Texas. That's for damn sure, dude. Football's like religion, like a fucking religion. It might be, yeah. It it might be higher than actual religions. Yeah, Mac Brown might be the closest thing to God in Texas. Maybe that's an exaggeration. Yeah, probably. Oh well, whatever. But that's going to do it for us here this week. Uh, we had a lot to cover, and we got through it. Yep. I think after we end up doing some some trimming down, it might be just under two hours. But we <laughs> we crept up on that two hour mark really quickly. I kind of I kind of figured we would. I mean, it's just punch the shit out of that lamp. I did. It it it's uh, it's because I'm because I'm so comfortable. I'm just sitting here hey, lounging, chilling. I'm leaning back, lounging. This has probably been the most comfortable I've been since we've done one of the, like out of any of the podcasts we've done. I agree. I'm not, I'm not all hunched over on the table like like I'm straight chilling over right, here. Right, right. I'm good. Like 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 my butt's a little sore because I've been sitting for two hours straight. But outside of that, like yeah, not the most comfortable chairs. No, big things coming though. Big things coming. Strap in. Strap in or strap on. Big things popping. I'm gonna roll by what you just said. <laughs> I hate that I even acknowledged it. I'll be honest. Good. Let's get on out of here. Yep. Gotcha, man. Until next week, we'll fucking run it back. Y'all be safe. Make good decisions. Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next week. See y'all.